Hello, divers. Coming to you from Studio D, this is the Deep Dive Microcast. I'm Tom Feeney, raconteur, invisible ink tattoo artist, and writer for Wing Shop Movie Magazine. This is a companion series of the Deep Dive Podcast, where myself and my co-host Manda look at the lesser-known, maybe obscure, and perhaps forgotten offerings available on streaming media services. This microcast will dive into the history of an animated movie that takes you on a time-traveling adventure about a timeless subject, intolerance. The Deep Dive Microcast presents a look at our friend Martin. This week marks the 92nd birthday of the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Now, other more qualified individuals can and have spoken eloquently about the civil rights leader. Suffice to say, King will always be remembered for his words and actions as a champion of civil rights and his promotion of nonviolence and civil disobedience. Had his life not been tragically cut down by an assassin's bullet on April 4, 1968, who knows what more Dr. King might have accomplished. Now, over the last half decade, Martin Luther King Jr.'s life and legacy have been thoroughly documented. There have been countless books, documentaries, and even films that have portrayed the man and the impact he had on America's continuing struggle to achieve racial equality. But these documents and depictions are traditionally aimed at adults. The powerfully complex and emotionally charged history of the civil rights movement has always proven to be challenging for schools to present to young students. One proven method of engaging kids is through the art of animation. While in most cases animation is used for the purposes of entertainment and also toy sales, there have been many cases where animation has been used to educate. As your body grows bigger, your mind must flower. It's great to learn, because knowledge is power. It's Schoolhouse Rocky, a chip off the block of your favorite Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. Now, Schoolhouse Rock wasn't by any means the first cartoon to try to inspire kids to learn. It still stands as the gold standard. It proved that you can take almost any subject and make it engaging through the use of animation. So why not use the same approach when it comes to teaching children about the civil rights movement? There were two men who wondered the same thing. One of those men was Andy Hayward, who at the time was CEO of animation house Deke Entertainment. While not as much of a household name as Hanna-Barbera, Deke was responsible for many popular kids' cartoons. Their volume of output during the 1980s was truly impressive. Hayward oversaw many popular shows, including Inspector Gadget, Care Bears, The Real Ghostbusters, ALF, the animated series, and G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Not too shabby. In the late 1990s, Deke had begun a partnership with the Walt Disney Company. This gave Hayward a lot of clout in the entertainment industry to develop projects. At the time, Hayward's school-age children were learning about the civil rights movement in school. By this time, Martin Luther King Jr. Day was being observed as a holiday by most of the United States. Hayward wondered why there wasn't a holiday special devoted to Dr. King and his accomplishments. After all, holidays from Christmas to Halloween to Valentine's Day had been the subject of TV specials, and certainly, Haywood thought, MLK Day was just as, if not even more, important. 
but Hayward knew it had to be done right. For his idea to ever gain any real acceptance, he needed to get the approval of King's family. So Hayward met with the second man in our duo, Philip Jones. Jones was a close confidant of the King family and served as a representative for their interests. Jones took the idea to Dr. King's widow, Coretta Scott King, and she gave the project her full endorsement. To ensure the film carried the proper tone and gravitas, Hayward and Jones felt it was important to have an African-American director and writers develop the project. The real challenge, as it turned out, was to find the proper balance between entertaining and engaging children while still delivering the difficult and even painful lessons of the civil rights movement. Even though Our Friend Martin was going to be an animated film, it was decided to use real footage from the King archives to punctuate the more serious elements of the time. It would have been somewhat jarring to try to portray scenes of violence through animation, but eliminating it altogether would be to gloss over an important facet of the civil rights movement. In order for the message to really click with children, there had to be an appealing storyline that accompanied the message, as well as characters the viewers could relate to. Since the show would be aimed at young people, it was decided to have an African-American boy as the main character. The writers came up with a way to have the boy interact with Dr. King. Time travel. Now, not the back to the future kind of time travel, more along the lines of like magic spell time travel. Um, I'll explain after this message. Coming to video, our friend Martin, an exciting full-length animated adventure about 12-year-old Miles and his best friend Randy, who journey back through time and meet Martin Luther King Jr. during various stages of his life. Whoa, Randy, this is major magic time. We're actually in the past. Featuring an all-star cast, original music and songs, and actual historical footage of Dr. King. I have a dream. Our friend Martin, an entertaining and inspiring tale for the whole family. All we need is a dream and the courage to make it happen. Coming exclusively to video from CBS Fox. The story revolves around Miles Woodman, a young African-American who loves sports a lot more than school and his grades show it. He accompanies his sixth grade class to a museum dedicated to Martin Luther King Jr. Miles and his friend Randy, who is white, are caught snooping around by the museum's curator. She takes out an old watch, winds it up, and suddenly, Miles and Randy are magically transported to 1941, where they meet Martin Luther King Jr. as a 12-year-old. This begins an adventure that takes the two friends on a trip through time to witness pivotal events in Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. As a result, the boys learn just how important the struggle for civil rights was and continues to be. Now, it wouldn't be a good story without a twist. And our friend Martin has one worthy of Martin McFly himself. After learning about King's assassination, the two friends try to prevent the tragedy from ever happening, despite warnings that altering the timeline could be dangerous. And that's exactly what happens. Miles decides to take the 12-year-old version of MLK into the present day, and as a result, 
the civil rights movement never had their champion of nonviolent peaceful protest. They find themselves in an openly racist and scary dystopia where race relations are worse than ever in America. Mrs. Clark? Can I help you, boys? Say what? Run along now. You're disrupting the class. Where's Maria? Maria? Maria Ramirez. Oh, I certainly don't have a Ramirez in my class. What about Randy? What's it to you? You two colored still looking for trouble? I say we take this outside, boy. What is the meaning of this? Mr. Harris, please, they're children. Miles, something's very wrong here. I told you boys to get out. Mrs. Clark, you know they're forbidden on school grounds. Why didn't you kick them out? Well, Mr. Harris, I tried. You're stupid, woman. Never send a woman to do a man's job. Mrs. Clark, you're not stupid. He can't talk to you like that. I don't want to see you two again. Needless to say, things must be made right, and history needs to be reset. Given the potentially controversial subject matter, you might think the producers might have difficulty finding voice talent to fill the various roles in the film. Well, you would be wrong. The cast is pretty remarkable, using the vocal talents of A-listers like Angela Bassett, Danny Glover, Whoopi Goldberg, Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta, and Oprah Winfrey. The film's soundtrack is also filled with great music, including songs by Stevie Wonder, salt and Peppa, and Diana Ross. Now, if you remember seeing our friend Martin, odds are you saw it in a classroom. The film has become a staple of classroom viewing since its release in 1999. And to this day, it remains the only animated film to feature Martin Luther King Jr. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And we'd like to hear from you. Drop us a line at the deep dive podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. You can find links to those on our website, thedeepdivepodcast.com. All clips used in the Deep Dive Microcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. The Deep Dive Lounge theme was arranged and performed by Robert Acorn, based on the original composition by Ryan Blaney. The Deep Dive Microcast is a production of Automaton Studios.